Welcome to Birth and the Bible, a podcast where we chat about how God's Word impacts our view and experience of birth, postpartum, and motherhood. I believe that birth and what follows are prime opportunities to draw near to the Lord and flourish as a believer and a mom. My name's Marissa. I'm a nurse, a doula, and a fellow mama learning right alongside you. Do you want to know one of the most powerful weapons that you have in this life? Your words. Your words. Simple noises coming from your mouth that meld together to become language. Your words have the power to build up or tear down. And your words have the power to break a bone or heal a wound. Welcome to the next episode of Birth in the Bible. Today, we're going to chat about the power of your words and how they can impact your birth and your motherhood. As always, I want to put a little disclaimer here that I'm not an expert on the word of God. I'm a mom just like you, and I always want to encourage you to take these topics and dig deeper in your own Bible. I am sure you've experienced a time in your life when someone crushed you with their words. And I hope that you've experienced a time when you have felt incredibly loved and seen by someone's words. And at the risk of sounding a little bit over the top, I'm going to say your words have the ability to speak life or death over people and over situations. Proverbs 12, 18 tells us the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Likewise, in Proverbs 16, 24, it says that gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Now, ultimately, the most gracious words that are healing to the bones are the word of God, but our words are important too. And admittedly, I used to think that it was silly and legitimately given eye roll when people emphasized the power of words in birth and motherhood. But just like how words can build up or tear down in day-to-day life, so they can in these times too. If it wasn't important, it wouldn't be in the Bible as much as it is. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So let's talk about an example. Let's say a mom who has been laboring for over 24 hours. She's tired. She hasn't slept. She's getting really discouraged. However, she is completely safe. Her baby is healthy and she's progressing just as she was designed to. How do you think she would respond to words at this point? She's in a very vulnerable state and will likely take on whatever words are spoken over her. If a provider or a nurse comes in and says, we will see how things go, or your body just isn't doing what it should be doing, or let's speed things up, what do you think will happen? She'd probably think her body was broken. She isn't doing this fast enough. And she's going to feel defeated. Her mind would then tell her body that it's over. And now we have a mom who will no longer progress because she is exhausted and she has mentally given up. On the flip side, if a support person steps in and reminds her that she's strong, she's capable, she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing, and she's already doing it, this support person gives her a change of scenery something else to focus on, uses all of her senses to her advantage, then this mom is going to have the motivation 
to keep moving forward. She will get a fresh wind. I hope you can imagine the stark difference between these two scenarios and see how words matter. Let me give you one of my personal real life examples. The birth of my second daughter was my very first unmedicated birth. I hired a doula. I read all the books, hired a midwife. I tried my very best to prepare as much as I knew how to not get an epidural. This was something that was really important to me. I coped wonderfully throughout labor until I got to transition, which is the time that contractions are right on top of one another, right before pushing starts. And I let fear take over. And in my head, I told myself, I can't do this. Now, saying I can't do this is a very common statement to come from a mom that's in transition. However, allowing fear to creep in and doubting my ability to give birth to my daughter made her birth more painful and more intense. Compare this to my third birth. I woke up to my very first contraction at 4.30 in the morning. We left our house by 6 a.m. and I knew that there was a chance we were not going to make it in time. But I worked really hard the entire pregnancy to stay in a place of faith and not be fearful in labor. Based off of how I was feeling, I knew that I was hitting transition and in my minivan of all places. But I didn't panic. I wasn't afraid. In my head this time, I told myself over and over again that I was feeling pressure, not pain. This is pressure, not pain. And although it was intense and she was crowning on arrival, there was no panic or pain like my previous birth. My words, even the ones that were not spoken aloud, mattered. Let me give you a few more examples of some word swaps. I could say, it's just going to get worse. Or, I'm about to meet my baby. I could say, contractions, or surges, or waves. I could say pain, or I could say pressure, or intensity. I could say, I will never be myself again. Or I am learning this new version of myself. I can say motherhood will always be hard. Or joy can be found in the challenges of motherhood. Do you see how simple changes in verbiage can have such a profound impact? My friend, the Bible tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. This goes for speaking to yourself, speaking to your kids, speaking over your birth, postpartum, and family. It's not that you're sugarcoating the challenges of motherhood or pretending that they don't exist. It's making a conscious decision to choose joy through the power of your words and basing these words in the truth of the gospel. These are not your words. These are words that come from the gospel and the Bible. So let's speak life over our births, our postpartum, and over motherhood. Let's speak life and uplift each other through the power of our words. Proverbs 13.3 says, whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. To wrap up today's episode, I want to remind you that you're doing a fantastic job, that the Lord wants to draw near to you. I encourage you to reflect on what kind of words you use when you are speaking over yourself, your birth, or your family. I'm praying for you all. If you would like to connect, please send me a message on my Instagram at mom to mom with Marissa, and I will see you on the next episode.